Welcome to the Mummy and Mind podcast. We're all about promoting mental well-being for mothers and discussing different ways to build better relationships in the family. Please connect with us on our socials at Mummy and Mind. Tune in and we really hope you enjoy. Hey, it's your host, Cammy, and welcome to another episode of the Mummy and Mind podcast. I want to thank everyone that has supported us so far. And if it is your first time listening, please follow us on our socials at Mummy and Mind. And don't forget to tune into our previous episodes. We are still in lockdown, so we haven't got the luxury of recording in the studio, but we're still excited that we can get content out to you. Moving on to today's show, we are joined by an amazing woman. She's a wife and mother of three. She's also a public speaker, a mentor and influencer. I'm really excited to introduce Jade Tendo. Hey Jade, thank you so much for agreeing to be a special guest on today's episode. How have you been so far? I've been well, thank you. Now that's really good to hear. I think for anyone listening and myself, I'm really excited to have you as a guest today because I know you've got such a story to share. The first time I sort of um, heard your story was on Premier Christian Radio on the Women to Women show with Maria Rodriguez. And I was so uplifted just hearing your story from before you had kids, your whole motherhood journey and marriage as well. It was just really nice to hear someone really just talk the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and not sugarcoat not sugarcoat anything at all and I thought when when we we're thinking about a special guest you came to mind straight away because I know as a mother of three you probably have so many stories to share and just how you've overcome so many things yeah yeah definitely I think it's always a privilege to share my story and to you know encourage other mothers young mothers whether you're you know you've just started your journey or you have children already it's definitely encouraging um to share my story of others so yeah lovely so I think for us where we'd want to start really is your your whole journey into motherhood when it first started so can you give us a bit of a breakdown of um your first pregnancies um with your daughter what was that like like the dynamics was it a picture perfect pregnancy or did you did you struggle with some parts of your pregnancy at all my pregnancy was actually quite a difficult one um in terms of my mental health in terms of how I saw myself and how I felt about um, life at that time. Um, my daughter was, um, I wasn't expecting to get pregnant. So my daughter was a surprise um, to me and um, my um, uh, ex-partner. Um, so it was very difficult in terms of us being on the same page and really agreeing um, in terms of even how we would want to raise a child together etc mm. um so yeah it's been a, an intro it was an interesting journey um in regards to the pregnancy itself um it was a healthy pregnancy so nothing actually went wrong um I had two pre- um, miscarriages before her um so okay. when I was pregnant with her I was quite worried um about things you know however I would miscarry again or or anything like that um but the pregnancy was very healthy and you know I um I had her in, um very <laughs> very healthy she came a healthy baby and everything so it was very good um however I was still really um struggling mentally with this new um I wouldn't call it adventure but like process and life change yeah. basically because I was actually only um 19 years old 
So I had just turned, I think I had just turned 20 when I had her. Um, so I was quite young and I didn't know what to expect as a mother. I didn't know, um, you know, what this journey was going to be like. So it was quite scary for me. I can imagine. So I'm thinking at 19, yeah. I know probably our parents' generation, they had they they were, they were having kids at that yeah. time. But for us, our generation at 19, people are going out, yeah. they're in uni and stuff like that. So what was that like for you, having be, now being a mum in this new journey and probably not having your friends around mm. you going through the same situation as you? Yeah, it was quite um, difficult, if I'm honest. Um, I now had a baby and, you know, all my friends would celebrate me and always be like, oh, she's so cute. And be around me most of the time when obviously I had the baby but then everyone stopped inviting me out for birthdays and for events and stuff and I began to feel very isolated I felt like Mm. you know I wanted um, purpose in my life because I felt like I didn't really have much purpose beforehand and now I had this baby which was purpose to me but I also felt like I was losing out on my actual life I was losing out of just being a normal you know young woman and going to um you know uni and um you know doing the things that all my other friends were doing at that time working full-time etc I just felt like you know I'm at home with a baby and (laughs) everyone's having fun etc so there was moments where I started to kind of um I wouldn't really say rebel in terms of motherhood, but I kind of, because obviously Monday to Friday, I was um, obviously mummy. I wanted to go out on the weekend. So I I started to go out um, and actually live quite recklessly on the weekends when I would go out with my friends. And um, yeah, I just kind of over um, exaggerated (laughs) my enjoyment (laughs) at the time. So yeah. Do you know what I think? Loads of even if even me, I had my son when I was twenty five, yeah. and I still felt like I was missing yeah. out because none of my friends had babies, and it was it's fun when everyone comes to visit you. But after the first month, all the gifts, mm. all the visits, they stop, and everyone goes back to work. Everyone goes back to reality. Everyone's booking holidays, and they're living their best yeah. life. And I don't know about back when you were nineteen, but obviously social media is so prevalent yeah. now, and you're seeing so many people have fun, <laughs> and you're just at home, and you're just like, no one's here, no one understands yeah. me. You're, I went through so many different emotions when after I had my baby mm. as well, and I just thought, am I going crazy? Like I, I got really paranoid, mm. thinking you know all these thoughts, and it was really really yeah. hard. How did you overcome um, that feeling of wanting to the fear of missing yeah. out? Or, you know wanting to continue to rebel do you know what it actually took a very long time for me so um I had my daughter at 20 um and I had just come out of like a really really kind of probably one of my lowest points of life just before I had her um so it was very hard for me to kind of get back into kind of like lifestyle so Mm. after I had her um, I, fa- I started to find it very difficult kind of connecting with other people um, when she was about one I actually split with her dad so just before she turned one years old um, I split up with her dad and around this time um, I this was when I kind of I was already kind of going out on the weekends and stuff but it actually started to get worse so I would start going out because she now was with her because um, I split with her dad she was now seeing her dad um over the the full weekend so I had a free weekend and I was 20 I didn't know what else to do on a weekend if I was at home on my own 
um you know I lived on my own there was no one I had no company all my friends were going out and stuff so I, I really did take advantage of that and I was out a lot and I think it struck I struggled um knowing how to stop because it was kind of um, becoming my lifestyle so I would always be out and I would always be used to being with friends and stuff like that so when I actually began to try and wean myself off um it was very difficult and I had a lot of moments where I would lay at home in my bed just crying and just feeling really depressed and really low and just feeling like you know oh like you know god I don't there's no hope like what am I supposed to do with my life now like you know I was having so much fun but I know that even me going out and getting drunk and and what whatever else that it may consist of is not fulfilling me so my for my journey actually took me back to church um so I had stopped going to church for a while um and I just I decided to go back to church during that time um because I realized I'm in a new place in life. I'm now a mum. I'm a young mum. I'm now single. And I'm getting caught up in things that I don't actually want to do. I want to be an example to my daughter. I want to, you know, yeah. I want to encourage her and actually say, you know, when I was your age, this is what I did, etc. you know. And I just felt like, okay, I need to turn my life around because right now this is not an example I would be happy with to to show her. Um, so I went back to church and um, I think that's pretty much where um, basically transformation took place and I, I became a different person and my mind, you know, I started thinking differently and I was much more, um, you know, they say, you know, you have a steady head on your shoulders. I, I became very... Yeah. Um, uh just wise I would say like I would I would really kind of think about situations before before I stepped into them and yeah it was a journey but I think it took me a while and um church was a huge help in terms of helping me mentally um because as I said at that time I was um struggling with quite a bit of depression um so yeah that really did help me um and yeah I met new people and discovered more reason more you know like purpose to life so I know that you're saying that you started going to church and that really changed your perspective on things and your things and you're making better mm. choices so obviously me as a believer as well one thing that you know we're taught in church is that God's plan for everyone's life is most people's life is to have a family and a mum and a dad yeah. and 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 you know be under one roof and unity so what was that like for you um having that knowing that that is maybe what God wants for your life but what you have in front of you is the fact that you are now a, a mum that's single yeah. was that hard for you or did you still believe God that he was gonna he was gonna change things around for you so I actually had a mentor. Um, so when I went back to church, um, my pastor's wife became my mentor. Um, so I started meeting with her um, every Friday and um, we would just sit down and talk and I would share like where I was at in life, how I was feeling and just loads of stuff. And she would pray with me afterwards. And um, during those times, I found it so uplifting because it was never kind of preached to me that this is what your life should look like. But it was very much mm. like, this is where you are now, but God has so much purpose for you. And she would always, um, she she recalls, like, I remember her saying all the time, that like, she recalls a time where um, God gave her a word for me. And she began to just, like, in that moment where we were sitting together, just speak it over me. And she was just um, saying, you know, God is rerouting your life, just like a car, you know, that 
is on a journey and it's it takes the wrong turn um she just she felt like god was really rooting me and um like the sat nav turns you around and puts you right back on track she felt like that's what god was doing with me and um mm. i didn't really get it at the time i was just like okay <laughs> that's interesting and then um <laughs> And then shortly after, as I began to form my or develop my own relationship with God, um, yeah, shortly after I met my husband and it all started to make sense. It all kind of became more clear to me. That's crazy. I think for a lot of people that are listening, if they are sort of single mom, mm. I think a lot of moms, they just, they, they accept that, you know, this is probably my life. I'm, yeah. I'm going to meet a, a guy that's going to want to take on another, another person's yeah, baby. Definitely. Um, and a lot I think society tells women that yeah. as well um so if anyone is listening that isn't that isn't that situation and in that you know that that, that transition mm. where you you you, you believe something through yeah. your life but you haven't seen it yet have you got any sort of advice that you would give them yeah definitely I would say just remember that it is a process and everybody's process looks different um for me um although I met my husband um during kind of that early stage of my single motherhood um I feel that for me I was already kind of being prepared along my journey um in you know um what a wife what does a wife do what does a wife what heart does a wife have what heart does she carry etc so um I was really learning how to serve and how to just be more um caring because I could do that with my daughter but you know, now it's it's about doing it with another person, an adult, who's someone yeah. who's not your child. Um, and I think that's the problem that a lot of people have. Sometimes people become, um, or they get into relationships and they, they start to mother their partners. And um, that's, you know, I won't go down that road, but it's, it's a very difficult situation. But I would definitely encourage um, any single mothers who are in that season to definitely, um, you know, if you are a believer, seek God. Um, about your purpose about your future and always keep it in prayer um for me I personally um would pray about my future husband um I wouldn't say daily I'd probably pray about him maybe like twice a week or whatever whatever yeah. time it would it would come on you know my heart I would pray about him or for him um and I also kind of believed I could envision me having a family I could picture me having a husband and stuff and I feel like that's the hard part because when you are a single mom sometimes you it's you're you're so used to it being just you and your child yeah you can't actually picture somebody else so I feel like you really have to get into a position where you can actually picture a partner you can picture your husband what he would look like and to the point for me I even began to dream about what my husband would look like I dreamt of our wedding and it sounds crazy for me when it was happening it didn't feel like this because it all happened in different pieces so I actually dreamt of our wedding two years before I met him and (laughs) I didn't even know it's only now I know that that dream was about him because I actually saw him in my dream and um yeah so things happen in the strangest ways but I would definitely say you know prepare yourself for someone um you know that's someone who's for you to to move into you know be your husband and also stepfather to your child what is that like can you give us a bit of insight in terms of um having a uh, for your from a da- your daughter's perspective mm. what is like bringing someone new into the equation because she she's yeah. used to just being youtube is that quite <laughs> difficult transition yeah definitely that was such an interesting 
transition for me and I think I saw such a different side of her that shocked me so much really yeah I really was not expecting um I thought because she's such a lovely girl and you know she was always polite and she was always sweet to people I just always thought oh yeah this will be you know a piece of cake when he moves in like before we got married um she had a year to get to know him really as my boyfriend um and then my fiance so um it wasn't a long period of time but it was still a period of time that she um you know had time with him separately Um, and they were great. They had a great relationship. So when he moved in, I thought, oh, yeah, this would be great. Um, but shortly after, like, what, I think maybe it was a month, she just started to rebel. And she was, at this time, she had just turned five, I believe. Yeah, she had just turned five years old. So she was she was four when we got um, married. And she was just going on to, to five. So it was quite an interesting um transition because she's now obviously getting older and she's starting to develop her own or a a way to describe to express her own opinions yeah so a lot of the time you know she was used to just coming in my room she was used to you know mummy walks around naked I walk around naked but now there's a man living with us um you know we need to learn to cover up we need to learn to you know respect um you know the men in our house but also respect our bodies and and cover ourselves and stuff like that so I had to teach her those things and then knocking on the door before you come in and not having an attitude about it when we tell you to knock the door (laughs) and and all of that stuff so it was definitely an interesting transition and she would always you know even pick arguments with my partner and stuff like that little arguments like he'll say Kira you know do something or go go and tidy up like your room and she'll be like I did and <laughs> just like <laughs> little things like that that you know she, it's like the little tests that they do and stuff so we had to um, nip a lot of things in the bud but I, I think it's been a, a good process for both of them really because he as much as she was letting him into her world and she was becoming a stepchild he was becoming a stepdad and he had a lot to kind of experience and learn also yeah yeah that's really good to hear and so now that you you said um it's you your daughter and now you're happily married so can you tell us about baby number two how was that like (laughs) um so we were married for a year when I found out I was pregnant and um we had spoken about you know having a baby what it would be like but it happened really quickly and we didn't expect really it to happen that quickly so when it happened we were like oh my gosh wow and we were so excited um my husband at the time was working um oh, where was he working he was working for I believe the NHS um and he his shifts were like eight to eight so it was very long shifts and I hardly got to see him throughout my pregnancy really throughout a lot of um the latter part especially um so it was a bit it was a bit of a struggle but um you know, we we enjoyed or enjoyed this and this the season anyway. Um, but when um, my son came along, things definitely changed quite a bit. Um, it changed the dynamics of our household um, and the dynamics of our marriage quite quickly because um, my birth was actually quite traumatic. Um, okay. So, um, obviously, this time. I'm now um, going through another pregnancy with, um, for me, from my perspective, from with another man who's obviously my husband. But the last time I was pregnant, it was um, the process was done differently with 
in, you know, my daughter's dad. And they are completely um, different processes, but I'm kind of like expecting the same sort of pregnancy. Um, whereas um, we actually had a home birth um, with my um, second child and it was beautiful. You know, we had everything at home and we was prepared, um, but we wasn't expecting for um, a traumatic kind of um uh like afterbirth situations so when that happened it really did shake us and um yeah it was just a bit of an interesting um journey and um, I won't go down that whole road because it's quite long but um long story short I gave birth to him and he was fine and everything but I began to lose a lot of blood afterwards and um was rushed to the hospital which I mm -hmm. then ended up having to stay for three days I had three blood transplants um because I lost um three liters of blood um I literally actually almost died um because they wow. if they didn't get um the blood transfusion um um if they didn't prepare the blood transfusion and also get the um I was so I was having I was getting there was like clots forming I can't remember the technical yeah. name but a clots forming in my womb so if they didn't get that out and get the blood transfusions on um as quick as they did I actually probably would have died um which of course I'm thankful for, but um, my husband, you know, me and my husband are going through this and we're just like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And he's seeing me from a new perspective because now I'm laying, you know, in the hospital and he's basically seeing his wife deteriorate because... And then he's got a newborn yeah, baby. with a newborn <laughs> baby on basically that he's, uh, he had to, so the baby came out, they rushed me to the hospital and he had to clothe the baby, get the baby in the car seat and bring the baby to the hospital. And he had never done that because obviously he wasn't, even though it's our second child, it's his first child. So yeah. he forgot to put a nappy on the baby. <laughs> it was just, it was so crazy, but bless him. He done such a good job. And when he got to the hospital, he was able to support me in the way that I needed. And yeah, after that situation, you know, we came back home I um, had I was on bed rest for um, quite a while because I was quite weak after that. Yeah. Um, and he had to flip roles. You know, he was working eight to eight, had to change his hours, which meant um, a cutback of pay. Um, and he had to basically look after me. He had to now cook. He had to clean. He had to do all of the stuff that I was doing beforehand. So it did really change um, the dynamics of our household and put a bit of a strain on our marriage um because we were still newlyweds as well so it was it was it was a struggle but you know we got through it in terms of the birth because like for me i mm -hmm. had um i had a, a normal birth but my pregnancy was quite was was quite mm. stressful mm. i lost um my hearing in one of my ears oh. during my pregnancy <laughs> and so for me like moving forward i do have a bit of fear yeah. when the grass set getting pregnant mm. again what would that look like you know you, you've experienced something that wasn't nice before and you just yeah, fear you, course, you're worried yeah. is it going to happen again so you've you've got you've had a, you've had another child yeah. since so what were you were you worried about that pregnancy um i was worried i was like just a bit anxious about the fact that it happened and also more so the fact that after I had my um, second son um, and all that trauma, I actually went into quite a deep depression. Um, so um, after he was about nine months old, I, I was like kind of experienced baby blues and stuff like that. But I went into quite a deep depression afterwards because I now kind of was experiencing just such like 
uh, like trauma I guess um yeah from what had gone on and how much my life had changed and then also I didn't form um an attachment to my son straight away which obviously you do from yeah. like um what do they call it again the skin to skin bonding and breastfeeding and stuff like yeah, that. Because, yeah I wasn't able to breastfeed my son so it, obviously because I was very weak so and I couldn't um I couldn't produce milk so it was such a difficult um experience that when I did become quite depressed I felt like oh my gosh you know I'm never going to do this again I don't want any more children etc and I said all of those things but then when I jump ahead to my son was about um, one and a half years old and now we're in a different space um also during this period we had moved church um twice um so we had left um the church that we were um kind of I was kind of brought up in um, where I spoke about, you know, my having my mentor and stuff. Um, and we yeah. had ventured out into an, another church that um, um, pastors we knew were quite close friends of. Um, and we were there for a while, but we felt that God was only transitioning us, um, which is why we was there for that season. And then we moved into the church we're in at the moment. Um, and yeah. throughout that space, I feel like um, the transitions we was going through were really changing us as people. So I think because I went through the depression and not wanting to have any more kids and feeling really low and stuff, I had that sort of mindset. But then when we was in this new space now, I actually really felt like God was saying, you know, I want to expand your family. And we actually even got a um, prophetic word about um, that which I didn't know at the time I was already pregnant with my third child oh wow <laughs> yeah so um when that happened I was just like okay what does this mean and then shortly after I found out I was pregnant again and I was so excited but I did have that sudden fear of oh my god I don't want to go through what I went through again yeah so this time round, I actually decided to um speak to the midwives um at the hospital about receiving um any any extra support that they had and they spoke to me about um this group called tower team so I had my um son at St Thomas Hospital in Westminster um and they this is such a good hospital like I truly recommend it it's such a good hospital um they um the tower teams of midwives they basically um specialize um, helping mothers um, with mental health issues or any anxiety or anything can be from very mild to very extreme um, yeah. with their pregnancies and afterbirth as well. Um, so I wasn't sure what to expect when I went to, um, you know, the first kind of meeting with them. Um, but when I sat down and spoke with them, they just were so supportive. They were so encouraging. Um, they kept reminding me, you know, like, we, we just want to help you have the best pregnancy you can um obviously it's your third so we know that you know you've been through this before but we want to just give you that extra support and I had extra you know because sometimes when you're pregnant you don't have many appointments and um, you might have like a couple scans and that's it unless you're like yeah. high risk um so with this team they actually gave you um additional appointments so you you're constantly kind of checked in on um, to see how you're doing mentally and stuff and it was just such a great support so with that I feel it actually kind of boosted my self-esteem and my confidence in regards to having my son and I became much more confident in God um, with the fact that he's the one who gave me you know put this baby in my womb so 
surely, you know, I'm not going to go through what I went through last time because he knows what that did to me. And if he does really love me, like, you know, the Bible says, and like he, you know, people tell you and constantly kind of declare, it's, I need to really believe this. I need to really walk in it. So I, yeah, that's what I did. It was very hard. I had a couple breakdowns outside the hospital, <laughs> crying and just being like, no, I don't want to go through this again. Because um, I, I actually experienced PTSD after my son as well. So it was a lot of um, kind of flashbacks of the blood and the porn yeah. and stuff like that. And it was just, it was a lot. So being now um, in this hospital um, near the end of my pregnancy, I just felt so much peace. So yeah, it's definitely a different different journey um, to the first two. So now that you're a mother of three, what does that look like for you <laughs> in terms of your well-being and your mental health? Where would you say you are now? You are now? Yeah, um, if I'm honest, I would just say, I would just say I'm in the middle. So it's hard to explain. I could say I'm perfectly fine. I could say, oh yeah, I'm doing great. Because I am, but I feel that, you know, as mothers, we have to realise we're going to have down days. We're going to have days where we feel maybe a bit low in our mood and we just feel a bit maybe hormonal or <laughs> however you want to put it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for me, I feel like mentally I know I'm healthy. I know that my mind is in the right place and I'm not, um, you know, overwhelmed um, as I was. Um, just after actually my third child, I had a lot of panic attacks. And um, thankfully, they were still seen, being seen by the team um, or the, the, the tower team women um, where they were giving me um, uh, they were giving me like their perinatal services. So I got um, counselling and stuff like that to kind of help talk about what I was experiencing and why I felt anxious and stuff like that. And it really helped. So now um, I feel I feel very um, confident in who I am as a mother and even though it still shocks me that I have three children <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I'm in a really good place and I I'm able to give to each of them individually you know because they're although all three of them are mine they're all very different people they're you know they have different personalities and I still struggle with my um second child um, my son because he's he's definitely anyone who meets him he's a little firecracker um but um, I have days where I struggle with him but I know that he needs me I think in the beginning I was withdrawing because I felt that he just he didn't need me and he he loved his daddy so much and he had an attachment to his daddy so daddy could give him everything but um I realized there was a point I came where I realized I'm enough and he actually needs me more than he thinks he needs me as a little one-year-old he feels that he doesn't need me and he wants mommy and wants daddy sorry but I have so much nurture and so much love to give to him so I think at this point now we're really kind of um journeying and discovering that um in terms of our relationship and my relationship with my daughter is um developing as well as my relationship with my youngest so it's been a beautiful journey yeah no that's really good to hear so for anyone that's listening again what sort of advice would you give them in regards to their mental health and um because you share you share your story a lot Mm -hmm. on different platforms and you're really open about it what would you say about those that just don't feel comfortable telling their Mm -hmm. partner or telling those around them they are struggling 
Yeah, I would say don't be afraid. I know it's 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 such a you know people say it all the time, but honestly, don't be afraid of sharing how you feel because someone will always listen. It's very hard um, sometimes to know who to share with because there are moments where I feel like I want to share something with my partner that actually best or might be best me actually sharing with a professional or with maybe a female because although I want to share it with him he's not going to have all the tools to really help me so I think it's really important to remember that you know we're built for community we're built to help each other you know people right now you might be in the in the space where you need help but others are going to come to you eventually for help as well you know for encouragement and to, to know how you got through certain stages of your life so I just feel that it's really important to remember that we need to seek um definitely thank you so much Jay for everything that you shared seriously I think you've been through so much and I know that you 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 touched on a few different points but if someone if anyone any of our listeners do Mm. want to connect with you can you just share your handle I know that you that you're starting your own YouTube channel as well like there's so what are the different ways that we can connect with you yeah definitely um well my main platform is Instagram um you can find me at Jade Tendo so that's J-A-D-E t-e-n-d-o um and i have started a youtube channel recently um and also if you search jade tendo in there um you you should find me straight away as well also got is it a blog as i well? do that's, that's um com. okay perfect thank you so no much problem. for your time and thank you everyone for listening please you have got jade's handle so please follow her on insta and subscribe to her new youtube channel so that you can get all the latest <laughs> on everything that she has yes, coming up thank you thank you for having me